Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 19 of Dangles and Dingers. I'm Josh. And I'm Trev. And we're here to talk some hockey and baseball. Uh, Trevor, how how is your Trevor? It's it's been good. Uh, I've uh, started to watch a bit more sports after. It's good. It's so good. it's it's been pretty laid laid back with Easter and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, how has your week been? I mean, good. You know, like Easter is kind of yeah. I was I guess more laid back than normal. Obviously, like the last we haven't really had a. Uh, Typically, our families get together and have a big Easter dinner, and we have a lot of an egg hunt and stuff like that. And that just that hasn't happened. That hasn't happened the last two years now. So, I mean, I was almost getting a little bit used to it. But uh, you know, it's hopefully we we'll able to get see each other, see people again. Not looking like that right now in Ontario, but uh, yeah, there, that's a story for I don't know. Like, I, with all COVID and stuff, and like the vaccine, I think mm-hmm. judging on how um how the U.S. has been, yeah, like they are they're doing way better, I think, with the vaccine compared to any other country. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like in the like, I I don't I actually don't quote me on this. I don't know if this is completely true or not because I. Don't remember where I saw this, and I just think I remember seeing it. But I think I remember seeing this one thing, and it said that like, um, they're gonna like, um, in the U.S. they're gonna start to have like kids vaccinated before like the school year begins in next year. So, like, coming up August September, they're gonna start to like get kids vaccinated. So like, they're way ahead of us where we are right now. Like, um. Yeah, like, like me and- we're supposed to get vaccinated in the fall, maybe even next year. Yeah, like I, I don't even know. Like here in Canada, um, me and Trevor, our grandma's a healthcare worker, and like she just got vaccinated two weeks ago. So, I mean, like we're pretty behind schedule compared to like people, like pro athletes and like people that are very fit, like. 20 year olds are getting like the vaccine in the u.s and we're just getting it to our healthcare workers now so we're, we're a bit behind schedule but hopefully we can catch up and get get on their level at some point you know yeah for sure yeah uh anything you want to talk about first before we get into uh hockey i, I want to touch on i i know we'll touch on this later just like a quick have you seen how the Jays been playing? I mean, they've been good aside from maybe the last two days, but yeah, they've been they've been pretty good. Well, I'm sure we'll touch on it obviously later. But... Yeah, like their opening day game. They, well, yeah, they only won by one. We'll go into that later, but like yeah. that was a really good game. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I'm. I'm gonna be totally honest. I feel like I'm way more interested. Like to start, I feel like usually for me after the first weekend. I'll start I'll start to lose interest and then like come back around the end of the season if I'm being totally uh, honest. That's that's kind of like us, yeah. But this year I feel like I've been like in for like I'm uh 
more into the games. Like I, I don't know. When did the Jays, the Jays tomorrow? When do they? Uh, what time do they play at tomorrow? Do you know? Oh, they they play at seven. They play at seven. Yeah, that's unfortunate because I have absolutely nothing to do in class tomorrow. So I was maybe gonna watch some baseball on my phone. <laughs> yeah, you might as well. I might as well. There's some day games for other teams, so maybe I'll have to do that. Um, just a couple things before we get into the hockey area. Trevor still hates the White Sox. Well, maybe we'll see as we go into the uh, uh, baseball portion. I got a thing for Trevor. I got a thing for Trevor, too. I was listening to the MLB Full Count podcast uh, with uh, Brandon Caputo, Reese Dumaney, and Colin Ward. And Trevor, Trevor, Colin. Colin said his World Series uh, matchup was it he, in the AL? He had the White Sox winning the AL. What? So, <laughs> Trevor, yeah, wow. Trevor, I'm telling you, they're the real deal, and you're hating on them. So I don't even know what to say. I don't think they can do it, man. I mean, like, okay, they're they probably will pick make playoffs, but yeah. Anyways, also congratulations to the Baylor Bears on winning. Uh, the NCAA Men's Basketball National Championship. Um, their first time, their first championship uh, ever, I think. So uh, congratulations to them. Uh, it was a great tournament. That's what I predicted in my bracket to win. So, you know, just that's just me being insane. But, you know, anyways, <laughs> we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get into it here. Um, we can take a look at the points. Uh, first, here we got in first, obviously, MVP, Connor McDavid, 64 points. Wow. In second, his teammate, Leon Dreisaitl, with 57 points. And then uh, in third, you got Patrick Kane, 51 points. And then in f- fourth, you have Mitch Marner with 47 points. And then his teammate, only one point behind him, Austin Matthews, with 46 points. So... It's real tight there at the top. Like, you got four guys on Canadian teams. Like, the top five scores are from three teams. So, I mean, it's um, it's a close race. Uh, well, I'd say that. It's a close race from, like, third and down. <laughs> I don't know so much about, like, first. I don't think anyone's touching McDavid. So, Trevor, I don't know about you, but... No one's touching McDavid. Exactly. Uh, Drysidle, nah. Maybe. Know. Maybe Drysidle. Those two players, I forget what award is it, but like when two players, like two players win this award. That's you're on the right that's track. For, that's for goalies, isn't it? That is, yeah. Okay, never mind. It's for like it's for like lowest goals against average between like. Like, the team that allows the least amount of goals, and then it goes to, like, any goalie on that team that's played 15 or more games. Oh. So, yeah. But so, like, uh, who won it last year? I don't remember who won it last year. But... If there was, a uh, like, an award for that, I bet you those two players would win. Like, like an award where it's, like, the two players with the most, like, if you combine their points, they have, like, the most... Yeah. In the league or something like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool if that was an award. Yeah. Yeah, they would have won it last year and they probably win it again this year. So, um, 
And then for goals, you got in first, Austin Matthews. Kind of pulled away from McDavid a little bit there. 27 goals. Um, he's five goals up on McDavid. McDavid's in second with 22. Mika Rantanen right behind McDavid in third with 21. Alex at right behind him in fourth with 20. And then a three-way tie between Leon Dreisaitl, Alex Ovechkin, and Tyler Toffoli at 19. So um, it's a real close race in the goals, aside from Austin Matthews being at the top up by five. But, um, yeah, uh, close there. Uh, I guess maybe we'll go over goaltender wins, like Philip Grubauer in first with 24, Vasilevsky in second with uh, t- 23, Hellebuck, Connor Hellebuck's in third with 18, Marc-Andre Fleury in fourth with 17, and then Semyon Lamov in fifth with 16. So, um, yeah, I mean, and then I guess we'll go to the standings now. In first, in the east, we have um, the Washington Capitals. In first in the north, Trevor's team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes, sir. First in the central, you have the, uh, well, it's actually kind of, it depends. Based on points, it's the Florida Panthers, but based on points percentage, it's the Hurricanes because they play less games. So really, take it as you will. I don't know. But, but I would say it's basically a tie at this point. Cause... And then first in the West, you got the Colorado Avalanche. Um, Trevor, are there any teams in specific you want to talk about here? Or... Do do you do you need to talk about any teams? Cause I got I just I just got a couple here. I got the Buffalo Sabers. They snap their losing streak, and they officially make Philadelphia the most embarrassing team in the NHL. <laughs> you know so. what? Congratulations for the Sabers. <laughs> yeah, and congratulations to Philadelphia for winning something this year, being the most embarrassing team in the NHL. That's that's real rough. Uh, <laughs> That might that I don't think that's as bad as losing to a friggin' Zamboni driver. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But they did lose games to the Rangers like by more than like what was it? They lost nine nothing and then eight two and then they lost to the Buffalo Sabers. <laughs> so I don't even know what to say there. But live update, uh. With one minute left in the first period, the Maple Leafs and the Canadians are tied at one. So, just a live update for live you there, update. you know? Yeah. What? The live update. Live update, yeah. Um, a button, which is like an alarm thing. <laughs> and then that'd be like our, our live update alarm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then the other thing I want to talk about is uh, the Vancouver Canucks. I mean, they are getting hit hard with COVID-19. I mean, uh, from what I listened to 31 Thoughts podcast with Elliot Friedman, Jeff Merrick, and Elliot Friedman was saying how um, it appears that it's the Brazilian variant that's been going through the Vancouver Canucks locker room. It's uh, two and a half times more contagious. Um, That's that's the new one, right? Yeah, than the regular, uh, like the regular version. And I mean, that's... I think there's 18, 18, I don't know the exact numbers. I know, though, that there's over 20 players and staff wow. that have been affected. Family members are starting to get infected. So, 
it's getting real serious here out in Vancouver. I mean, um, and like they like there's talks about them. They probably won't even be coming back until like a week after the trade deadline. The trade deadline's on the twelfth. Um, any of you didn't know, um, so like not coming back for another two weeks. Uh, I mean. Like this is it it's scary stuff like that. Just that to affect- see like like that many people getting affected and like they're starting to talk about how the Canadian division might their regular season might last a week longer um than all the other teams. Like the other teams might start the playoffs while the Canadian division's still in the regular season. Um and like they're not a very high chance, but there is a slight chance that the um, they could just not play. Like, there is a very slight chance that, like, depending on how all the players come out of this, like, the Vancouver Canucks might not play another game this year. So, I mean, I hope everything goes well. But, Trevor, what are your thoughts? That's crazy. Like, over 20 people? Wow. Yeah. Um, that That's, I mean, that, well, kind of going off topic a little bit, but, do you find like the stupid like the outbreaks in the schools three cases? What? Sorry, say that again. Like an outbreak in a school is three cases. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So, like, I think. Yeah. Like that is bad. Like twenty twenty plus cases in one locker room. For sure. I, I I just kind of wonder how that happened. Yeah, I mean, like as I like as I was saying, like this Brazilian variant is apparently two and a half times more contagious. Like you think about how contagious COVID nineteen is in the first place, and then you basically double that, almost triple it. Like, like there's, I feel like there's no way it wasn't going to get around to all the players, right? And, yeah. Um. There's a player, uh, Jace Howerluck, apparently. He had COVID-19 in March and has now contracted this as well. So it shows that there isn't really any, like, natural antibodies, I guess, between the regular COVID-19 and the variants. So, yeah, I mean, you you want to get these guys vaccinated, but, like, you, you, you still have to go in order for sure of what, like, not that everyone is, like, you need the va- healthcare workers and people that are at the highest risk to be vaccinated first. Um, because in the end, these people are professional athletes and the, they are some of the fittest people on the planet. But uh, you still worry for how it can affect someone. Like, there's still um, a lot of risk to it as well. Yeah. And, like, so this Brazilian variant, I think, is the worst out of them all. Yeah. Uh, cause if you had COVID, so first of all, if you had co- like regular COVID before, you could not mm-hmm. catch it again. Yeah. Well, but, you but could, they- but like, they weren't really sure how long it would like last or yeah, something like yeah, that. It, but it's yeah. And it would, yeah. Um, and like, like this one, it doesn't even matter. Like you will be quarantining again for, for, uh, two weeks no matter what yeah. mm-hmm. and like you can 
it just sucks that for a team to miss that many games, like again, like that can affect your season and Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean you still don't want to see that, but like I mean, Vancouver wasn't in a playoff spot, so that would be it would I feel like it would really suck like I feel like worst case scenario is this happens like you're going in the Stanley Cup final and someone and a team like that and like a team has an outbreak like that, right? And yeah. Um that kind of leads us into our next thing where um they're discussing the possibility of having another playoff bubble, which I mean players are gonna absolutely hate it. But I think if you want to avoid this type of situation, that's the best option. And it'll be very costly and it will affect players mentally where they don't want to be in there, but I mean, like, I feel like there's also part of it where, like, you're in that bubble and, like, you're kind of at a point where if you're going to be in there, you might as well come out with the cup or else, like, it was all for nothing, right? I feel like it also adds a bit more determination and motivation. It does, for sure. Yeah. Um, Like, Trevor, do you think it's realistic for them to do it? But, like, do you think that would be the best option for them to go – uh, for the playoffs this year again to go for another bubble? Um, I think what they should do is, yes, so stay in the bubble, like stay in a team bubble, but ha- so delay the playoffs a bit, have them quarantined for two weeks. Yeah. Before they start the playoffs. I think that would be this, the, uh, the safest way to do it. Because mm-hmm. if you want your team in, I think that's, I think that's yeah. what you Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, like, I guess we'll, we're going to have to see, right? Like, I'm sure that decision won't come until a little bit later on. But, I mean, um, it'll be interesting to see for sure. And, um, well, I'm sure we'll see a ruling on that in the coming weeks. But um, we also, um, I guess we'll go into our... Uh, Next topic, uh, the U18 uh, World Championship is coming up at the end of April, um, and Canada and the uh, Canada and the U.S., who are two of the teams that have uh, made their rosters, I'm going to kind of uh, go over them a little, just real quick here, like because uh, <laughs> these guys are still guys that are 16, 17, like guys you should definitely be looking out for, but. I uh, won't know too many names. Just gonna go over it quick. Um, so Canada, they they have their roster assembled, um, highlighted by guys like Brant Clark and Course and Coolmans on the back end, and then up front they got guys like Brennan Hoffman, Francesco Pinelli, Logan Stankoven, uh, Cole Sillinger, uh, Dylan Gunther, Mason Cavish, guys that are eligible this year for the draft. All those guys, and then uh, you got. Shane Wright, eligible for the draft in 2022. And then, uh, oh, Carson Lambos also on the back end. Um, and then uh, Connor Bedard, 15-year-old Connor Bedard, making the team. Uh, he's absolutely dominating the WHL right now. He's first in scoring in the WHL as a 15-year-old. He's two, wow. two, months, two months younger than me. So 15 years old. Yeah, and he's leading the league. He's leading the WHL, and he's making the U seventeen, U eighteen team. 
for Canada. I mean, an incredible, like, incredible player. This, um, yeah, the next. I think if he keeps this this up, he could be the next Con- Connor McDavid. Oh, for sure. Like his, I as of right now, like his points was. It was this from a few days ago. He's played a couple games since then, but what was it? McDavid's like uh, points per game, I think, in his fifteen-year-old uh, year, were like it was like one point one eight or something like that points per game. And Connor Bedard's is one point eight nine, so uh, he's just dominating, like. He's, I would say, without a doubt, one of the best hockey players we've seen in a long time. And I feel like <laughs> we say this way too often, but he is he is truly, like, in, like incredible. He is – it's hard to say generational talent because I feel like we say that every five years. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I would say, like, Connor Bedard. I would say generational talent. I don't know. I don't know how you define generational talent. For his age, he's the best player in, like, I think, yeah, for his age, he's the best player in the world. Yeah, for sure. He's honestly, you could honestly say that he, he's the best. Theoretically, you could say he's the best player in the Western Hockey League right now because he's oh, the leading scorer. He is. Yeah, and, like, you could possibly say he's the best junior player in Canada if you wanted to. I I you could you could make an argument for that, like although I'm sure if the OHL was going, Shane Wright would definitely have something to say about that too. Like Shane Wright is also an incredible player, both getting exceptional status um, to play in the league, in their leagues as 15 year olds, but um, yeah, just incredible players, um, uh, for sure, um, and then. Uh, yeah. I mean, Canada's team—they look—they look really good. Like, um, I also look at USA's team here real quick. They got um, they got Jack Hughes on their team and Trevor, not Jack Hughes, like that plays the New Jersey Devils. There is a completely different player who's also very good at hockey, and his name is also Jack Hughes. So, <laughs> and he's eligible for the 2022 draft so uh he'll probably be like a top 15 pick in that draft so that'll be kind of odd when there's two jack Hughes in the nhl but um i guess we'll have to get ready for that uh that'd be also funny if they're, they're on the same team like jack hughes pass it to jack hughes yeah <laughs> both on the doubles yeah that'd be pretty cool uh chaz lucius uh is on this team uh interest chuck uh, who else we got here? Uh, Isaac Howard, who's another 2022 guy. Rutger McGrody, another guy there for 2022. Uh, Luke Hughes is apparently on the team for 2021. Uh, Luke Hughes, top player eligible in 2021, but uh, brother of Quinn and Jack Hughes. Um, I I believe he's injured, though, so I don't think he'll actually be playing on the team, but I could be wrong with that. Um but a guy here who I said, Chaz Lucius, I mean, he's – I think he was injured. Was injured last year or something like that. And uh, I definitely think people are sleeping on him a little bit. Uh, he's 2021 eligible player. Um, he was supposed to be like a top five pick going into his 
Like in 2019, people were saying he'd be like top five pick, and all of a sudden now they're only saying he's going to be like um, in like the 10 to 15, 10 to 20 range. So um, I'm going to be honest. I think people are sleeping on him a little bit. Um, I, I haven't like seen him play in person or anything like that, but uh, I don't know. I just I just got a feeling, you know, Trevor. You know when you get a feeling, you just you just know. Yeah, I like. Anyways, you, you uh, get no feeling, man. Yeah. Well, oh, anyways, we'll get moving into somewhere where Trevor can actually talk about it. He actually knows, like, what's happening. He knows who the people are. Anyways, um, the uh, yesterday was the third anniversary of the uh, tragic Humboldt Broncos uh, bus crash. Obviously, an event that like shook the shook the hockey nation, Canada. Um, I mean. It was tragic to say the least, and um, from what I heard, they're going to be building a memorial um, where on the corner where the crash um, took place. So, I mean, um, it's definitely a very nice uh, touch, I would say. I guess to like build a memorial for them, like definitely um, something that I think needs to happen. Trevor, how do you feel about that? How, like... I thought you were about to say that they're gonna build a, a like a, a memorial arena for them. I'm like, what? Yeah, you know. So, but that is really nice. I think this is something that should be spread because that that's serious. Like a lot of people passed that day, like mm-hmm. very young people too, and sure. it was very tragic. Like people to just show this, like. Although, pretty much almost, I bet you almost at every door in Canada, there was a hockey stick somewhere to show, like, yeah, for sure. Their, uh, oh. I don't know what you call that, like, yeah, uh, respect and, yeah, 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 to sh- yeah, to show respect. And, like, I think this is that's great. And it, it, I, it, it's just sad to think about, you know. Yeah, and I I would agree. I would say that um, yeah, it's just it's it it was such a horrible event that we had to uh, see happen, and um, it, it sucks that uh, it had to happen this way. But I I mean I don't know. I'm gonna be totally honest. I have no idea what I was just talking about. But um, it it's it was such a horrible event that um, we hate to see, but. Uh, I mean, I really just pray for the families and the people who lost someone um, in that horrible bus crash, and I just pray that they're they're getting better and that they're able to, I guess, cope with what has happened. Um, but anyways, I guess we'll move into something a little um, lighter. Oh no, maybe not. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, yes. Um, Actually, just coming out right before we're uh, recording this, Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac have been traded to the New York Islanders uh, in exchange for a 2021 first-round pick, uh, a fourth-round pick, and two prospects. So um, a very good deal for the Islanders. Kyle Palmieri is a top-six forward. Um, He's a big addition for the Islanders. 
who can help them down the stretch and in the playoffs because their captain Andrews Lee is going to be out for the year. Travis Ajak, also another guy that can uh, depth guy that's uh, can also be really helpful. Uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts on this trade? Like that was just now. Like thirty minutes ago. Cool. Um, I think those guys can be like two key guys, and like twenty twenty one first round pick that can always be good. Like uh, for sure. I think. Yeah, and the Devils are rebuilding team. They need those picks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like y- you need young guys to perform, and I think this was a great trade for the Devils. I think this was a great trade for both teams. Um, but yeah, for the Devils going on, yeah, you know what? I rephrase that. I think the Devils won that. Judging well, judging in this in the state that they're in. Yeah. Getting like that pick, I think they're they're gonna need that. Uh yeah for sure and um I would say yeah I would say it's a great I would say it's a good trade for both teams I mean um both uh it really it fills needs for both teams I mean um the uh the Islanders need help to go into the playoffs I mean they're a team that's competing for the Stanley Cup and. Devils are a team that's rebuilding. They can get some picks and some prospects. And I think really bo- both teams win, really, if you look at it. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a good trade for both teams. And uh, I guess we will uh, we'll see how it helps them out down the stretch. Um, Trevor, do you have anything else to talk about when it comes to hockey? Or I got nothing. Do you want to jump into baseball? Uh yeah, for sure. I think we can start with um I guess now, now since the baseball season's going, we gotta start with the standings. Yeah, we gotta start with the standings. No, it's just the MLB app cuts out my microphone so I can't go in it and talk at the same time. So I was just I didn't want to say anything and then like not have it heard. Um Anyways, we'll start with the AL East. In first, you have a tie between the Baltimore Orioles and the New York Yankees. Uh, And then you have in the AL Central, uh, the Minnesota Twins lead that division. Um, And the AL West, you have the Houston Astros. Uh, The NL, NL East, you have the Philadelphia Phillies. In the NL Central, you have the Cincinnati Reds. And in the NL West, you have the Los Angeles Dodgers. So, um, some teams that are expected to be at the top of their division so far, some teams that aren't, we're only like five or six games in, so it isn't really anything too, uh, this isn't, you can't really take too much away from that. But uh, what are your thoughts on, I guess, just kind of how some of these teams are, um, I don't know, like, do these some of these division leaders surprise you as how they started off so well? Yes, especially um, one team in particular, yeah. Baltimore. They've had three bad seasons in a row, like, coming last mm-hmm. in their division. They go from yeah. last to first in ha- le- less, like, le- less. Yeah. Than, less as in, like... Yeah. From last season. Like, that's – I, I would never – That being said, that. we are only five games in, so we do it to take it with a grain of salt. 
Yeah. We do. Uh, like, it could change instantly. Like, they're – like, Baltimore and the Yankees are playing right now. Yeah. Baltimore's winning. Yeah. Bottom six. So, we'll have to see. And honestly, like, if they win the division, good for them. <laughs> and no one else. Cincinnati, too, like, they're on a roll. Like, five wins – Five yeah. wins, one loss. No, yeah, they're doing they're doing well as well. I I I did I did not think that uh, that they would also. No, I didn't. I didn't either. I would agree. I think that um, their team I didn't see at the top of uh, their division, but I mean, I guess we'll have to see how the rest of the year plays out, right? Yeah, and also uh, for the like the. Finally, the Jays are 500. So, <laughs> six yeah. games in, they're 500. There we go. Here we go. Playoff, playoff bound. We're, we're, winning, playoff we're bound. winning the World no Series it. now. Um, anyways, yeah. a couple things I want to uh, start off with here. Um, we got... Um, what? Uh, wait, is there any team or player you want to talk about in specific to start off with? Or... I want to talk okay. talk about one player. So yes, he is out. Uh, so the Jays picked up uh, George Springer in the off season. No way, actually. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Def, def, don't have a video. I mean, a podcast really? all what? about that. Um, sure. Yeah, I know. And so <laughs> he got injured literally the day before. It was like no, the day or the day two before, before the season started. Yeah. So, they're kind of down. Like the Jays are just down. Uh, they don't. They, they don't have their. I guess so. Yeah, their number one player on the Wait. team. Yeah, like he he had a great spring training and then he's gone. Yeah. So, he they he had they have like five or six games to play without yep. him. And I think they did great. Yeah, they're five hundred, which is they have three and three right now. But like their defense is crazy good. I and then add George Springer. Yeah, to that. for sure. I mean, yeah, they look they're looking real good um, right now. Uh, like I I am definitely impressed with them. Like they've improved definitely since last year. And I guess we'll get we'll get into it a bit more after. But because um, we have our segment Blue Jays review where we'll go over some of the games. But. Um, yeah, they've definitely improved since last year for sure. Um, you know, a player in a couple teams I want to talk about here, uh, Shohei Otani, kind of finally kind of showing what he's all about now. He's throwing gas. He's hitting like he's supposed to be in the big leagues. Like he's just he. It looks like now he is delivering on what he was supposed to be when he came over to North America. Trevor, do you agree with me? Yeah, like, what... He's finally showing what they're oh, expecting. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he is, like, even so far this year, he's got two bombs, he's got three RBIs, stolen two bases, six hits. Like, he has a on-base percentage of 340 right now. Um, I mean, he's looking, he's looking real good right now. Um, and then on the pitching side, he's only played one game so far. Only uh, he only pitched uh, four point two innings, but 
He's got a 1.93 ERA uh, in those two. Only gave up two hits. So, I mean, you like to see that. He had seven strikeouts in that in that outing. So, I mean, he's looking he's looking good to start, I would say, for sure. He is, yeah. And I, I think it's always yeah, – it's took him like a – or in a bit. But, like, for him to finally get on his roll. But now that he is – Yeah. Like we'll uh, we'll see what happens and <laughs> sorry yeah um yeah we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah for sure um and then we got who else what else we got here the Oakland Athletics they are not getting off to a hot start right now I will give you that they are they got swept by the Astros to start off the year. Oh. We'll we'll talk oh, yeah. about we'll talk about the Astros in a second here too, but um yeah, they started off getting swept by the Astros. They're one in six. Not looking that great right now. I mean it, yeah, like they're just not I don't know. It's uh it's starting off not fun, not good at all. When me, what did I no, I picked them to finish second in this division and Early signs are telling me that ain't happening, but obviously, as we said, it's early, but um, not a good start for the athletics. Yeah, like, look at it here. Uh, I'm going to throw this out. This was going to be one of my teams, but for the uh, the Weather Network heavily defeated segment. But to talk about we can them, We can talk about that like, too, I guess, but, you know. Okay. No, you uh, can talk about them now, too. It's fine. Okay, so, like, again. Houston Astros, nine runs. Houston Astros, nine runs. Houston Astros, nine runs. And then another nine runs. Like, yeah. they got absolutely blown out. Oh, yeah. And other than the first game, pretty much the other games they've had, they've only got one, two, or three mm-hmm. runs. Yep. Like, Oakland just got absolutely crushed. For sure. Yeah, they're... I just... Like, no one would have thought they'd do this bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not – just not a great start uh, for them right now. I mean, hopefully for their sake they can get it together and start winning some games. But, I mean, like, even though Marcus Simeon had a down year last year, I definitely think that losing Marcus Simeon affects their team. And um, they didn't do anything to – uh, they didn't really do anything much to their team this year. So, I mean, in the off season. So, I mean, I guess I'll have to see how everything plays out. But um, not not us starting off too well. But a team that is starting off well is the Houston Astros. Um, they are five and one so far. Uh, they obviously swept the uh, they swept the Athletics as we were saying. And then they uh, they just beat the Angels. Uh, was it yesterday? So, I mean, they are a team that uh, has started off looking pretty well, looking pretty good. They have another three games against the Athletics coming up, starting tomorrow. So, uh, you might maybe you'll uh, get another two wins there. So, uh, and then they got the Tigers, the Mariners, the Rockies. They got they got a little bit of an easy schedule this month, if I'm not. Yeah, not going to lie. So, um, But they started off pretty well. They've been getting trolled by everywhere they go, though. Um, Trevor, 
What are your thoughts on the Astros to start this year? Um, like, I forget. Like, my dad told me, like, they had, like, some odd over, like, 48 runs or something to start the oh, season. Oh, that's insane. And they've only played five games. Yeah. Like, well, no, I played one. They played six. Anyways, no, they played yeah. six. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to start the season, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, um, Good for the Astros, and I bet you, like, I I wouldn't blame the like them getting uh, some people hitting trash cans in the stands. Um, yeah. But like, I honestly good for them, and uh, if they keep this up. I think they could be a cut, like a World Series for sure. And like, I would say like they're showing off really well, really good. But uh, like, I follow Sports Illustrated on Instagram. And they always throw out these, like, questions where, like, they kind of just ask and then people fight in the comment section and it gets kind of crazy with everyone tossing out their opinions. But um, the one they put out, was it yesterday? It was, like, will the base, will the baseball world ever forget? Will they ever forgive the Houston Astros? And my answer is no. I don't think I'll ever I, I don't know. Like, there'd have to be some pretty, like, personal sort of circumstance for me to, like, be able to, like, be a fan of the Astros. Like, someone I knew, like, played for that team. Like, if I, like, met the players or something like that, and I was I had, like, a friend on the team. Like, I feel like I wouldn't – I would never be able to cheer for the Astros again, if I'm being honest. Like, and I know that's going to be unfair in 10 years when it's a completely different lineup and – None of the players that are there, not there that are there, um, were there before, and maybe I'll forgive by that point. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I forget about it. But yeah, same or yeah, I'll say or I. But right, but but right now, when these fans have not had the chance to make fun of them in person, um, I think it's I think it's definitely um, fair. I would say by next year, it'll probably get a little old, but. Um, this year, I think it's definitely, <laughs> I think it's deserving in a way, if I'm being honest. Yeah, like, you did this, and that was so dumb. Like, y- you did that, and you gotta, like, you gotta, that, that's your fault, now you gotta pay for what. For sure. So, and every, every, I bet you every single fan of the league, other than probably the Astros fans, because I bet you they couldn't care less. Like that heard about this, do not like it at all. That's probably why they're such a big, I guess, quote unquote meme. No, exactly. No one, no one liked any of that. Um, like the Astros fans didn't like it either because, like, that puts a damper, I guess, on their championship. Where, like, I, I am sure, I'm sure that. Even without cheating, they probably could have. They still would have been one of the top teams in 2017, but we will not know for sure. Yeah, because they did exactly, and yeah, and I mean, it's very unfortunate. I saw this one thing today, and it was like, I forget what the name of that pitcher was on the Dodgers, where it was like the first game against the Astros. His last name's Kelly. I totally forget his first name. And he was like, he was like making faces at the Astros dugout after he like would strike them out, 
and they were saying that he got he got suspended eight games for that, and these players that like cheated their way to a championship got suspended zero games. Like they had no punishment whatsoever. So I like I I wouldn't see them getting suspended. I would see them getting like uh fine. Like um I wouldn't but like I know what you're, what yeah. you're saying. That's well, yeah, kinda... and it's too late for them to get suspended now. Like, you can't suspend them now for something they, uh, like, this is over a year ago now that we've been talking about this, where they've, like, they originally came out with the punishments before COVID-19, like, came to fruition, or b- became, like, a, yeah. before they ruled COVID-19 a pandemic, we were already talking about Hughes Nash's cheating scandal. Um, so... I mean, yeah, yeah. I like. I, we talked about. We. I feel like we talk about this like every third episode, and we've talked about it before. Where like I think it just like, even though I, I say I brought up the whole point of them not getting suspended, but like, I just think like the hit on their reputation is enough. Actually, now that I think about it, like the hit on their reputation, where like it might hurt their Hall of Fame chances. And it will definitely hurt their public reputation where, like, they're they're getting, like, like trash cans, like, thrown at them, I think. I saw, <laughs> like, I think that's enough punishment, if I'm being honest. Like, it, it just destroys their reputation. And, like, it's kind of a silent punishment, if you think about it. Like, um, it's their own suspect. It's their own suspect. For sure. Kind of. Anyways. I think we had enough from talking about the Heat Snatchers and all their cheating. We'll move on. Uh, the, <laughs> the New York Mets lock in the number one shortstop in baseball. Or, I don't know, I'll make an argument on that. I don't know. Fernando Tatis pretty good. We'll talk about him a bit later, too. But um, Francisco Lindor has signed a 10-year contract with the New York Mets. 10-year extension. Worth $341 million. It's insane. Like, the first thing I thought of when I saw this deal was, how the heck do MLB players make this much money when every time I look at a baseball game, it's always less than half capacity? Like, even in a (laughs) non-COVID world, I feel like there's less than 50%. uh, It's like less than 50% tickets sold at every game. Like, I don't know. Aside from places well, like Yankee Stadium and Dodger Stadium, like some places, there's just um, there like uh, the uh, attendance levels are so low, yet everyone makes money, <laughs> and they just the only place that would be an exception is uh, Texas because they had like a forty thousand like attendance. Yeah, level. for sure. Like I guess we'll talk about that later too when we get into them playing the Jays, but yeah. Um, Man, I yeah. Um, but it's just it's crazy. But um, when it actually comes to terms of uh, Lindor playing for the Mets, I mean, um, it's definitely a uh, very good contract for the Mets to keep him. At least, I mean, Francisco Lindor is arguably um, he's a top two shortstop in um, the MLB, um, and. He's, uh, yeah, one of the best players in the MLB. And uh, Trevor, uh, what are your thoughts 
on the Mets locking up Lindor long-term. Why the freak didn't you sign with the Jays? We, you were our very first episode. You were in our very first episode <laughs> title. <laughs> you should have signed with the Jays. That would have been nice. <laughs> no, uh, that's pretty good. And, like, for that much money in 10 years. Sure. $341 million. And like I wouldn't mind that. With, like, the intent. <laughs> you just want some. I was gonna say, yeah, it's not as high as your forty million dollar week allowance, but yeah, yeah, it's it's still pretty yeah. good. It's still pretty good, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, like this is good for him, and I think. Well, I don't know if he'll stay there his whole ten years if that's go met Mets again, <laughs> but. Uh, I think this is well good for the Mets, and I think he could be a key player to their organization. Yeah, I think he will be too. I think he'll be the face of the Mets. Him and Jacob Degrom leading the Mets to the World Series uh, in the near future. I don't think it's this year because me and Trevor made that bet. Trevor's betting on the Mets. I'm betting on the Padres. Um, but uh, anyways, um, yeah, Lindor. He will be 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 a big piece for the Mets going forward. Um. But another thing we need to talk about is the All-Star game and the draft. They are moving. It was originally scheduled to be in uh, Alabama. There's no team in Alabama, so it wouldn't be there. It was supposed to be in Atlanta. um, In in Atlanta, but there's some political thing with Georgia. They passed some new voting law. I don't know all the details, so I'm not going to go over it because you got to uh, yeah, no, I just don't. We don't want to get into the politics. Gotta be US. We don't want to. We don't want to get into the politics on this podcast. We're not a political podcast. Anyways, uh, long and short is the draft and the All Star Game will be moving to uh, Denver um, for this season. Uh, so nothing really much to say except for uh, if you're going to go to Atlanta to the All Star Game, uh, you need to now go to Denver. Uh, there isn't really much we. If you want to drive 10 minutes, now I have to drive across. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, there's really much we can really say about that because we we don't want to talk about something we're not informed about. Um, We don't want to talk about, especially when it comes to politics. Uh, And in the U.S. Yeah. Like, like maybe if it was Canadian politics, we would possibly be able to talk about it, but I still don't think we should. And American politics, we're just not going to get into that. We're just going to leave that alone. We'll move on to the next thing. But just so you know, if you live in Atlanta, you now have to fly to Denver to go to the All-Star game. So uh, you cannot walk down the street. All right. Now, Trevor, I feel like you're very disappointed. Your favorite player got traded this week. Uh, just a fan, fan favorite across the Blue Jay, uh, Blue Jay fan base. Uh, Mr. Ruknin Odor, uh, he was <laughs> traded. How fitting it was that his last game as a Texas Ranger was a loss to the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, he was traded to the New York Yankees, so now my least favorite player will be playing for my least favorite team. That seems to work well. Um, yeah, Ruk. Dude, my dad still has a picture of Ruknin Odor punching Jose Batista right What do you mean? Face. Like, he has it, like, hung up on his wall? No, like it's on oh, his okay. phone. I think the, the the one time he had it saved as his wallpaper, <laughs> and because <laughs> he, he 
thought it was so funny. Yeah, like I was. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. Anyways, Richard Odor, not a, not a big, not a big uh, Blue Jays fan, you know. Just not. He's not a big fan of us. We're not a big fan of him. He's going to the Yankees. We still hate him. We probably actually dislike him more now. No offense to because now he's in the air. No, no offense, Rudin Odor, but uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's the way, it's the way it is, Rudin. You know, we're just, we're just not gonna get along just because. Like I'm casually watching a a Texas game, and then you see the camera go to friggin' Rudin Odor punching Jose Batista. Bro, they actually think they're so. The Texas Rangers that is like one of the most proudest moments in their franchise. And I literally just want to show the two clips. One, Jose Batista bat flip. And two, Josh Donaldson coming, sliding into home plate. That same year, he punched. <laughs> like, just, just, like, show that to all like, the fan base there. Like, you like, like that? literally, Odor punches Batista in the face. And that year, in the playoffs, Josh Donaldson ends it for the Blue Jays in the bottom of the ninth. That game was insane. That game was crazy. That was the one of the best Jays games in history. Oh, for that sure. That was it. that game was insane. I remember watching it. I was at my grandma's house watching it. Insane game, and um, like there's uh, yeah, like ah, it's just those two games. I think are like my two. Like favorite Jays games, I think of all time, for sure. Um, but anyways, uh, I guess we can. Uh, unless you really have anything to say about Ruth Nidorak getting traded to the Yankees, we can probably move on. Yeah, exactly. Right now, you're just coming here to like, I no, 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 get out of here, buddy. Wait, we don't even have. We don't even have anyone yeah, from that team on our team anymore, do we? No. No. Uh, yeah, because Kevin. Yeah, was no one from that ago. team is. Oh my. We had Marcus Stroman then. Yeah. Traded him was it last? Time. No, twenty nineteen. They traded him. Why not? I thought we, we had no someone last year last, though. Uh, that was still no. I guess not. Like that seems insane though. How like. That was only five, five years ago. That actually is a while ago, to be honest. Um, yeah. Anyways, we'll move on. We'll move into our Blue Jays talk here, which we've actually – I feel like we've been talking about the Blue Jays the whole time. But, um, yeah, the Blue Jays, they extended Ross Atkins for five years. Uh, they obvious, ownership obviously loved what he did, signing Springer. Uh, that hopefully will work out very well. Um yeah, I don't really have much to say about that, if I'm being honest. Like, you made some good moves, and hopefully you can continue to build this team up. Uh, Trevor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, like, he made some good moves in the offseason, and, uh, yeah, signing George Springer, I think that's the Jays' like, biggest point of the offseason. Uh, especially for e- even him as, a like, the organization. Um, like, well, I, like the, I guess not really the – Actually, like I guess the the face of the uh, financial side mm-hmm. of the organization. Um, he uh, that that was a very good that made, that bumped him up even more. I think, uh, and then now he's gonna be like one of 
like could be the face of the blue. Uh Jays. yeah, for sure. Um, with that being said, we'll get into our Blue Jays review. So this is going to be our new segment. We kind of introduced it in the summer, but um, it wasn't really something that we were gonna. It just it was kind of not really that exciting in the summer, just purely based on the fact that like the games didn't really matter for anything. So it wasn't like, yeah, it just didn't really. Lost yeah, it didn't really seem to matter that much. Uh, so, anyways, we will. Uh, we're gonna bring that here now, though. Um, so, kind of how it's gonna work is we're just gonna go over kind of Jay's thing, Jay's games from this past week. Kind of just some things we liked, some things we didn't like. Who we think our MVP of the week was. Uh, so, Trevor, you kind of got to keep that in mind every week when you're watching the Jays. You got to keep in mind who do you think the best player was from that week. So. Uh, well, do you want to go right over now? the games first? I was just going to say, like, uh, the Blue Jays, they're 3-3 three and three on the week. Um, they had the first game, they, uh, they beat the Yankees 3-2, then they lost 5-3, then they beat them again 3-1. Uh, so they went 2-1 against the Yankees. They lost the series against the Rangers 2-1. Um, they went, won the first one 6-2, but then lost 7-4 and then 2-1. Um so kind of some uh, some disappointing games as of late, I would say, uh, losing back to back to the Texas Rangers. But uh, we got the Angels coming up in a four game series uh, this week. We got the Angels in a four game series. We got three against the Yankees. Uh, definitely a tougher couple series there, but uh, maybe we can get something going. Uh, bounce back from back to back loss against the Rangers, uh, but. Who are some guys that you like this week, Trevor? Who are some guys? Yeah, who's your who's your MVP from this week then? My MVP is uh, oh, has, sure. has yeah. to be Marcus yeah. Simeon, dude. He is the I think right now for the Jays, the, their whole like I guess uh, roster. He is the best player. He is like I don't know if you saw yeah. like in that opening game. He oh, made that it was, diving it was stop great. just like just to keep the game. In the league, oh my gosh! And then he he got the he started yep. the back to back homer. Kevin uh, Biggio with that second one though, Texas. like to see that. Like, yeah, you love to see it. That was crazy. Um, I gotta give it to him. He's definitely a my this week's MVP. Yeah, Randall Grichik five that's real good. good for him. I, you really have to see that for sure. Uh, Randall Grichik, he's look he's looked real good in his at bats. Um. I would say, yeah, like, uh, looked real good. Uh, I would say, uh, my, my player that I would be my MVP of the week would probably also be Marcus Simeon. Um, yeah, Marcus Simeon. He, uh, like, as Trevor said, Trevor, Trevor Cardi, like, he's had two home runs this week. Uh, he had that incredible defensive stop. Uh, he's looked real good. Um, another player I'd give an honorable mention to is uh, Steven Matz. He pitched very well against the Rangers in his first yes. game. Um, yeah, he pitched six six point one innings. He had nine strikeouts and only gave out two hits. So uh, that's really good. You really like to see a performance like that from Matz, um, who needs to be a big a big player for us if we want to. Uh, 
I mean, if we want to be a uh, playoff team this year, we need a a. Uh, well, yeah, we just need we need starter. starters the starters to step up. We need the pitching to step up, like on pit. Because like we we got the hitting and yeah for sure like on, on paper pitching. our pitching is not that great. So we need play. We need the players to step up, you know, and uh, just kind of uh, help help us get to the playoffs. And um, another guy who has kind of look, has looked really good out of the bullpen is Julian Merriweather. Uh, he's had he's been pitching real well too, coming out of the pen. Um, was I think he's pitched two innings and had five strikeouts. I want to confirm that right now. But I think that is the numbers that I saw. Um, and if that's the case, that's yep, yep. Two, two he's pitched two innings. They were both against the Yankees, but five strikeouts in two innings. So, uh, real good. Uh, that's some real good play. We like to see out of the bullpen. As a yeah, no. as a um, sorry to interrupt, but like as a. Uh... Like out of all the pitchers in the in the Jays organization, he's sixth, and exactly, he's yeah. not even a starter. Like, and like his average yeah. against batters is zero. Like, like that is crazy for a mm-hmm. for a relief pitcher. And if he keeps this up, I think he's yeah, for sure. Best relief pitcher. Jordan Romano looked good too. Like, I really, I was very impressed with the bullpen this week. I would say. Um, if I'm being totally honest, yeah. I didn't really watch too much of the back-to-back games that we just lost against the Rangers. To, to, today, I was Same in school doing my either. English culminating <laughs> project, and yesterday, I was watching my Tampa Bay Lightning. So, I, I was not watching the Blue Jays in those back-to-back games, but from what I've seen of him, he looked really good. So, um... Also, shout out to Bo Bichette. He had back-to-back home runs. Uh, he had two home runs in the game yesterday. So, uh, yeah. But I would say, in the end, both of our MVPs has to be Marcus Simeon, I would say, for sure. He's definitely been the best player uh, for us. Um, and, yeah. So, uh, with that, we will get into our predictions area now. Uh, lots of predictions going down in this uh, <laughs> in this. Um, episode. We're going to be going through our ALEs predictions. And then, after that, we are going to be doing our playoff predictions. So, um, it, it'll all come to, it'll all come full circle, you know? All the teams that we said we were going to make, we're going to make the playoffs, uh, who had winning these divisions, it's all going to come full circle at the end. So, we'll get to the ALEs, then we'll get to our playoff predictions. And uh, yeah, so Trevor, do you want to? Who started off last time? Do you remember or no? Okay, you I go think first. It was me. Uh, no, it was you. I'll go first. Uh, so for my number five, like, so who would finish last in the in the east of in the east of division in the American Ooh. League would be Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, oh it, man! Oh man! Is, all right, all right. Okay. This was close. This was close. Okay. This was close. okay. This was close. So I'm kind of going off how the season started. Um, yeah. This could change. 100% could change. Um, but I think they could be a, a fifth and fourth mm-hmm. flip. 
maybe even three. Bro, I was going to say, if you have Baltimore in third, I, I don't even know what to say. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I, I don't see them. They could make a wild, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think they'll make a wild, they might make a wild card. Not first place wild card. But, Tampa, Tampa Bay, they're in my fifth spot. Uh, I, I just think they've had a slow start to the Fair season. Enough. Um, I think they could come back, but. My number five is, if I'm being totally honest, I'm trying to ignore the start of the season. And I'm just going off of what I would have said on March 31st before the season started. And at num- number five, I had the Baltimore Orioles. Um, I mean, yeah, they just got off to a good start. I don't know if they're going to keep it up, if I'm being honest. Um, but, I mean, they got a solid team here, like Trey Mancini, Ryan Mountcastle. Um, I mean, they could have maybe Adley Rushman will come up at some point this year. You never know, but I mean, we'll have to see. They're up right now, though. They're winning two one against the Yankees, so um, you like to see that. But, um, anyways, I yeah, I don't know. I just I see the Orioles. They're they're not good enough to finish higher than fifth right now. I think. But with that being said, what's who's your number four, Trevor? Well, I think you already said it, but you can say it again. Is it? No, okay. it's Baltimore. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah, they started the season real strong. They're above the Yankees. No, they're, they're beating the Yankees, the Yankees right now. I think. Sorry, they're beating the Yankees. If they win that game, we'll have to see. I think uh, if they keep that strong, I guess lead against the Yan- like over the Yankees, I think they could yeah. maybe be in the three spot. Uh, but they're at number four. Uh, My number four, I have the Boston Red Sox. And the Boston Red Sox, they've looked bad to start the year, I think. No, okay, they've won three in a row right now. But (laughs) they they were kind of started the week off bad. They lost three straight to the Orioles. Um, But I I think their team is better than people say, like, than they say. Like, they got Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers in the infield. That's good. It's got Bobby Dell back there too. He's he's good too. Kike Hernandez, like that's a good infield. Um, and then they still got Alex Verdugo in the outfield who came to Boston in the Mookie Betts trade. He is going to be so good, Alex Verdugo. And um, their uh, pitching, they got Eduardo Rodriguez back. I think he's injured again right now, but that's only ten day IL, so we're good. Um. I don't I don't think they're as bad as people say they are, but I still don't see them being a playoff team. Um but anyways, Trevor, who's your number three? Alright. I have Boston. Uh I, I, I think they'd be that team that would bounce mm-hmm. around that five hundred mark. Um I, I don't know if they'll yeah. go like shooting above that. I think they'll pull like a like a, a regular Jays year where you'll uh, yeah for sure I guess like bounce around that but like had a great start this season especially for JD Martinez like oh my I can't believe RBIs I did not just I for totally didn't just say it. I didn't mention JD Martinez but yes you're right yeah and like he he is going like he he's crazy for Boston right now 
like pretty much for almost all the hitting that you can get from a player, he's leading. Like, uh, so I, th- I think if he keeps that up, he can keep holding the team where where they are, and I think they could have a chance at a wild card spot if they, for sure, do good enough. Um, they're at my number three. My number three, number three. is the Tampa Bay Rays, and um. I th- the Tampa Rays, they got a real good team going here. I mean, they got their their rotation. I think is definitely underrated. I would say Tyler Glass now. Uh, he he's look he looks real good. Um, like yeah, like they are definitely gonna miss Blake Snell in that rotation. But Tyler Glass now looks really good. They got some uh, young pitchers coming in too. Uh, they brought Chris Archer back. He's looked good too to start the year, but. Um, and then, like, in the infield, they got William Thomas. They got Brandon Lau. Um, and, the, and then their outfield is kind of stacked. Randy Rosarena, Kevin Kiermeyer, and Austin Meadows. That's a real nice outfield they got going there. Um, and I think one of the biggest things here is, like, Randy Rosarena, like, is he going to be a player we saw in the um, playoffs? Or is he, like... Like, is he going to show us in uh, this season that he is who he was in the playoffs? That's I think that's, that'll be the most interesting to, thing to uh, see with the Rays. But I haven't finished in third. I definitely think they could finish second as well. But I think the team that I have in second is just slightly better. Um, but uh, the team ahead of them, they may have a major issue that could uh, throw them down a third, but we'll get to that in a second. Trevor, who's your number two? I uh, okay. I think the Toronto Blue Jays for my number two. Um, like they have some good play. Like Randall Gritchick has he stepped up last mm-hmm. season. I think he could do that again this season. At Marcus Simeon, if he keeps this up, I think he could be the best Blue yep. Jay this year. Um. And uh, what since Springer's now out, um, uh, I guess out yep. of his injury, he should be. He's should supposed be. to play tomorrow, um, but there's talk that it might be pushed back a couple of days. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I think that yeah, like they could again do, go yep. third. Um, but they're at my number. So two. My number two. Who's your number two is the Toronto Blue Jays, also. And so, as I was saying, I think the Blue Jays, like, Trevor Trevor nailed it on the head when we were talking about them earlier. Uh, like, their defense is great. Their offense is great. We just need the pitching. We need the pitching to perform. We need the pitching to – because on paper, our pitching is not that great. But, like, if if these pitchers can just come out and have great years, like, we're the Blue Jays are definitely a playoff team. And – um, I definitely think they can do it. Like, I have faith in the Blue Jays pitching this year. And, like, if they can get – if they can um, get out, then the offense can just go to work and they can um, get it done and win baseball games. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I think they're – they can – they'll finish second and uh, going for a wild card spot and – Quick note, don't know if anyone knows this, but Los Angeles Angels 
in the I forget what draft it is. I don't, I'm gonna say 2012, but that could be completely wrong. Um, they had back-to-back picks um, late first round. With the first pick, they drafted Randall Gritchick, right? The second pick, they drafted Mike Trout. So I think that just proves that Randall Gritchick is indeed better than Mike Trout. But, um, you know, yeah, confirm. <laughs> Randall Gritchick better than Mike Trout. Uh, yeah, so um, if you want to believe me, uh, then that would be the best option. Like, obviously, Randall Gritchick's better than Mike Trout. But, um, yeah, I like, if you don't you agree with me, well, with I don't know what you're really thinking. Like, I do really know baseball. But anyways... Trevor, who's your number one? Like, <laughs> my yeah. number one, Yankees. They are stacked. Like, look at this. Garrett Cole, <sighs> 21 strikeouts. They played five games while they're playing. 21 strikeouts. Like, how many starts is that? Two? Are, like, are two you... starts? Two starts. Two? Yeah, two, two starts, 21 strikeouts. That's nasty. <laughs> so, 10, well, I don't know. I hit that. But, like, 10 and 11, like, one game, 10, another game, yeah. 11. This guy is on fire. Like, he was on fire last season. He's just a good pitcher in general. And then you got Jacaro Stan with five RBIs and Aaron Judge with a uh, 364 batting average. Like, their team, I think, uh, has a chance at uh, a, a, a def- def- mm. almost a definite chance at the playoff spot. Um, you'll, you'll see that in my playoff bracket. But uh, my number one who is, your is number one, the Sam Shervers, the New York Yankees. I mean, the Yankees, they're just they're one of those. I would say there's four like four like serious contenders, like juggernaut teams that are that are at the top. And I would say those teams are the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Padres. And I'm going to see the Braves are the fourth big team. I guess you could narrow it down to just you could narrow it down to just three. But the Yankees, they're one of the best teams in the league, without a doubt. I mean, their team is so – like Garrett Cole, as you said, Trevor, like 21 strikeouts in two games. I mean, they picked up Corey Kluber. Um, I mean, Luis Severino's injured. Once they get him back, like <laughs> that'll be uh, real nice for them there. Jameson Tyon, he was injured last year. Um, we'll see what he can do. Uh, from what I'm looking at right now today, he gave up against the Orioles. He gave up three hits. Um, gave up three hits, had seven strikeouts. Not bad. Um, Gary Sanchez, uh, behind the plate. <laughs> People can debate about that all they want. Like, I don't really know. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't watch enough Yankees games to know. Uh, what the whole deal with Gary Sanchez is. He hits he hits home runs, and he strikes out. He does both of those things uh, very well. Uh, but, um, yeah, his defense seems a little spotty, but, I mean, maybe they can get through that. But they got DJ LeMahieu, Glaber Torres, um, Clint Frazier, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, Luke Voigt. Like, their team's just so good, man. Like, like it's just an all star in every <laughs> single position. Like there's, yeah. I bet you like their team alone could be the sure. AL all star team. Just add Mike Trout, and you're good. 
Sorry, Randall sorry, Randall yeah, Randall not Mike Grigio. Trout. What are you talking about, Trevor? Mike Trout is only like the second best player <laughs> in the league behind Randall Gritchick. So, anyways, Trevor, who's your MVP <laughs> for the AL East? I, judging on now, uh, yes, Garrett Cole count would count, right? Yeah, I would say Garrett Cole, dude. He's just <laughs> on two games, twenty-one strikeouts, like. A, 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 a player could do that in yeah. three games, let alone four. And like, and like to do those games like almost right after mm-hmm, another for, for sure. a pitcher, that's pretty good. Um, if he stay, if he stays on that, he definitely could win the AL. Well, I know that's not well. The well, yeah, I guess MVP maybe even yeah. Cy Young. I would, I would think, but. Uh, my MVP is my MVP. Who's your MVP? Two players, uh, or who I have as uh, players that could win the MVP. I got, I got a. I just said Garrett Cole. Just he's nasty, and then I got Bobachet. You know, I think Bobachet can do it. Yeah, I think he could. I, Bobo, I think, think he makes Bobo? the noises yeah. here for sure. Um, and yeah, I think Bo Bobashek makes some noise realistically. Garrett Cole, with, and this is not Garrett Cole. I actually had him in he, marked down here uh, before, like the season started. Um, it it takes a real good year for a pitcher to win MVP, but it's possible, and maybe Garrett Cole will get that done realistically. I don't. I actually don't think he probably won't, but <laughs> uh, it takes a real good year for a pitcher to win, and maybe he can pull it off. I guess we'll have to see. Um. But anyways, with that, I guess we will be uh, we will be going through our uh, playoff brackets uh, for who we project to make the playoffs this year, who we think is going to the World Series, who our champion is. Um, so, Trevor, do you kind of have? Okay, I have a question for you. Do you have each league set up in like you have your three division winners and then like your two wildcard teams? Okay. Do you have them labeled yeah. from like, do you know which division winners are going to be better than others? Like, do you have them like one through three and then like. Oh, no. I, I just kind of have. Like, yeah. Like, 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 just... yeah, like, say, like, I think your division <laughs> winners, didn't you have like the Dodgers? You had like the Dodgers, the Mets, and the Cardinals in the NL, right? Do you have them in or? Yeah. Oh, uh, it was the. Oh, it wasn't the Cardinals. Oh, who was it? It was. I think oh no, you had the Brewers winning, didn't you? Yeah. Or no, am I wrong with that? Did you have the Brewers winning that division? Oh God, I might have to look back. No, I don't know. It doesn't Shoot, matter. I might have like that really, okay. in the end, it doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> But um, anyways, um, we are going to uh, give you our predictions for the 2021 MLB playoffs. Uh, so I guess I'll go. I guess we'll start with the NL and then we'll go to the AL. Um, in my NL, I will have my wildcard game. Um is the San Diego Padres facing off against the New York Mets. So uh, the two teams me and Trevor bet on uh, at the beginning of the year, Padres and the Mets, 
And you obviously know who I got winning this game. I got the Padres taking down the Mets in the wild card. Uh, Trevor, who's your NL wild card game? So I, uh, I, I, I did. Uh, I, I did. That's Mets for LA. Okay, okay. LA. So, didn't you have? Didn't you have the Mets so winning the? That, I think, oh no, you you know you did have the Braves winning the. Okay. 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 I did. Yeah. So. I I think the uh, the uh, Padres can uh, take a first in the yeah. West Division. But I, I so then I would think well the Dodgers would probably even if they did uh, come second in that division I think they'll still make the wild card, um, and like I so then I I had mm-hmm. I had the Mets winning. I uh I, I kind of felt skeptical on that. All right, but I all did, right. I did so that's winning. Uh, that means that so for my my NLDS matchups would be the Dodgers will play the Padres, and then the Braves will play the Cardinals. My NLC, I guess that brings me. I think the Dodgers would beat the Padres, and then the Braves would beat the Cardinals, which would set up an NLCS between the Dodgers and Braves. Where it would be a matchup, a rematch from last year, and I think the Dodgers go to the World Series. Trevor, who do you got? So I, I kind of just went up to, I guess, the AL uh, DS, but um, I guess those two things. So I, I did. Uh, hold on here. Uh, so I had. Uh, San Diego, yeah. uh, well, versus the Mets. I yeah, think that sure. would be a pretty crazy series. Uh, if that, yeah, that's pretty sure. unique. We have our bets, <laughs> so I got they'd play, and then uh, I would do St. Louis and, who do you, who, uh, and the Braves. Who do you got winning those so two? Those... Yeah, going to the NLCS. Winning those two, the uh, Braves. Braves, and then I because I have. And then, and then, who do you got going to the <laughs> Braves. All right, all right. Uh, and Braves. then, AL, AL, AL wild card game. My AL wild card game. I got the Minnesota Twins facing off against the Toronto Blue Jays, and what a game that would be! Josh Donaldson playing the Toronto Blue Jays in a playoff game. I mean, that would be insane. Um. I don't mean to be biased, but I think the Toronto Blue Jays would win. I think it'll be very close. I think it could possibly go extra innings, but I think the Toronto Blue Jays would pull it off. Trevor, who's your AL wild card game? So I yep. yeah, I also had Toronto. So <laughs> I, I was really close to picking the White Sox. I no, but Trevor's a White Sox trader, so but not not um, not doing it. No, no, no. Like I think yeah. they finished runner up in the wild card. Uh, but awesome. I uh, all I right, lost. all right. So Toronto, so I guess East Division, I guess matchup. So I, I think Toronto versus Boston, uh, and then all I right. would also have all Toronto right. come out on top. Oh, yeah, or Toronto versus. Boston. Okay, okay, and then I got here. I got so that would give me Yankees versus Blue Jays. As much as the Blue Jays are the best team in the league, and Randall Gritchick is the best player of all time, he's the GOAT, but um, the Yankees would, would beat the Blue Jays. 
And then I would have the White Sox and the Astros, the White Sox winning that. And then I would set up an ALCS of the Yankees and White Sox. That would be so crazy. Uh, That would be an insane series. I think that would go seven. I totally just kept talking. Didn't even notice that our recording cut out. So, uh, did you hear me say that I was going to go Yankees over White Sox in the ALCS? No, but I, I heard uh, that you do. Uh, uh, well, like I heard that you'd be Yankees versus White Sox and go to seven. Yankees versus White Sox, it go seven. I think in the end, the Yankees pull it off because they're just so good. Them and the Dodgers are so good. I don't want to go with the generic Dodgers Yankees World Series answer, but like they're good at the baseball, so. They're good at the baseball. Yeah. They're good at the baseball. So that's just the way that's the way I'm doing it, I guess. But uh Trevor, who do you got in the AL? So I had uh, in the in the AL, I had Toronto versus New York. Uh, I think New York New, New York would come on top. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I'd have uh, uh Minnesota versus Houston. Mm-hmm which I would also think uh, Houston would come out on top. So then it'd be like a replay from last season? 2017. 2017. Uh, New York versus uh, Houston, which I think that'd be a close series. I did not choose a winner. Yeah. <laughs> there is I, no winner. <laughs> I, I call tie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're going to tie. They're going to go to game seven, extra innings. They're like, actually... No tie. Braves win the World Series. <laughs> I'm done playing tie. Uh, yeah, there, there's a tie, and uh, Braves win the World Series. But yeah, that 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 would be an insane series. I think like any of these matchups really like would be a very would be very crazy series. Like, um, I'm just excited for some playoff baseball. I know it's a long ways away, but uh, there's no better play- baseball than playoff baseball. That's true. That's kind of like what mostly people watch too is playoffs. Like yeah, I feel sport like in general, for sure. Like the playoffs just brings so much more energy, and it just the uh, you can even just even sitting at home just watching on TV, you can just it just feels so much more intense than the regular season. Yeah, like the thing we kind of do at our at our house is we don't watch uh, like American football all year. No. And then, like, the playoffs would come, and if the Bills are in, we'd watch the Bills for a bit. Yeah. And, and like, and then we'd definitely watch the Super Bowl. But sure. that's that's kind of like, same with the CFO. Like, if uh, Hamilton got in. Oh, yeah. Hamilton uh, tie cats. Dude, I went to one of their Beauty games squad. and got on the Jumbotron. That's sick. Dude, Owen was beside me in a blanket. I thought he was – I think he was sleeping. I was wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like – I kind of look kind of dumb. So if someone finds that replay, please don't. (laughs) 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 I I was just waving my arms around in the Uh, air saying, yeah, the entire time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's, uh, I would say, my World Series. I got the Dodgers winning. I guess due to the fact that the Yankees and the Astros are going to tie, that would give the automatic win to the Braves. So... That's our World Series predictions. We still got that bet going down though. We Padres do, yeah. and Mets, uh, twenty bucks on the line. You know, um, yeah. It'd so be funny if none of our teams make the playoffs. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, anyways, 
we actually forgot to do the segment earlier. Boss, you done a little bit earlier. Pro Insider Report. Trevor, you got anything for us this week? Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay, and we'll move on. <laughs> the Weather Network heavily defeated. I got a good um, one. Trevor is a good one, he says. Trevor, I'll let you go first. So you... Oakland, we already touched on that. They got yeah. friggin' destroyed. I, it was yeah. I, I, Quick math, nine times four. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 36. If I got that wrong, don't get mad at me. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, like, 36 runs in four games. That's sure. For sure. Not, like, For runs sure. Game, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, get heavily defeated. Um, <laughs> 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 so, but... Uh, back, so I was watching misplays of the month. This is kind of some how I find these, and I think it was top ten. So in a Mets uh, spring training game, there was a a kid, well, a kid, he's probably like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. Who caught a ball? Yeah. And he, he so he's he's he snow uh, he snow coned it, which is like the ball is just on the edge of the glove. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he he went down to like grab it and like as he was scooping up to show like the camera and stuff yeah it fell out and a, and a guy grabbed it oh <laughs> and the guy did the guy give it back no no dude. oh what a du- what a duster no offense but what a duster <laughs> like, and like the guy's face on the replay was like priceless he his his jaw was dropped and everything, dude. It was so funny. Really? Like, doesn't even get the ball back. What a guy. That's just... You hate <laughs> to see that. You hate to see that. Like, <sighs> and almost pulled off, like, a, a Josh Donaldson dive into the crowds. And yeah. then snow-coned it and then dropped it. But that's, like, kind of not that... I mean, it's not, like, that similar, but, like... Were you watching the Yank when the Yankees were playing the Jays, like the first game of the year, and like that, the fan tried to like rip the ball out of Judge's glove. Did you see, I, that? see that? I'll look that up right now. Yeah, so like Judge was like he caught, he made a catch to end the inning at the, um, at like at the wall, like in right field, and then like the one, the one fan like tried to rip the ball out of his glove. I was like, whoa, you know, he <laughs> did. Calm down a little bit, but uh, obviously, just very, really wanted the ball. Obviously, like that's something you all you always. It's uh, something that'd be very fortunate if you were to get a ball at a game. That was kind of like the controversy, um, uh, like home run in the one uh, Jays versus Kansas City uh, ALCS in like twenty fifteen. Yeah, like like the kid like caught the ball but like half of his glove was over the wall and half yeah wasn't yeah know, or anyone remembers that. i'm gonna be honest i don't even remember who hit like whose home run that was like i don't even remember what team it was but i definitely don't think that that was gonna go over the fence yeah like i don't even remember who hit the ball like what team it was it was That's, it was the jays yeah i don't think it was gonna go over the fence but the kid kept us in it for another game, I think. So, love to see that. Uh, and I think it was a Royals fan too. Like it wasn't like, oh no, it, it was, was a Jays fan. fan. Yeah. Was it a Royals fan or was it a Jays fan? It was. It was a Royals fan. Yeah. So like, you love to see that. Just keeping like, keeping the other team in everything. It was so cool, bro. <laughs> yeah. And like, like it's so. It seems so hard to like get a ball a game. Like, I guess you're just not putting in the effort. Like, if you look at 
Uh, Trevor, do you know Zach Ample? Do you I know who's that? Zach. Oh yeah, like the like the ball guy, like the guy that catches. Yeah, ball. yeah, like, like he's like, yeah, he's at like over eleven thousand. Now he puts up insane numbers. Like, I guess you're just not putting in the effort. Like he, there, I've seen videos where he's gotten almost twenty balls in one game. So, I like, mean, dude. So I don't know. Well, at the Rogers Center, I don't know if they still do it. Like where you could have the hotel rooms. In the yeah, room. he did it the one time. Yeah, he did that. I think it was like it was R.A. Dickey when he used to be on the team. Like, yeah, he threw a ball like into his hotel room. It was so yeah, cool. yeah, that was pretty cool. He did not get a lot of balls in that game, but uh, because <laughs> he's in a hotel room. But <laughs> but yeah, but uh, that was still cool though. Um, anyways, my weather network heavily defeated. Uh, it's it's uh, definitely San Diego Padres. Uh. Really? They're losing. They're losing Fernando Tatis Jr. for ten days. Oh, he hurt his wrist. No. He hurt his wrist. They've lost Fernando Tatis Jr. for ten days. So, I, I guess the Athletics probably would have been a pick, but I knew you'd pick the Athletics. So, you know. uh, and, I, and I feel like I picked Buffalo too many times. They won, so you got to be nice to them. So, <laughs> the Padres they losing to Tatis for at least ten days. So, I- that's my weather network heavily defeated. I'll give a, an honorable mention. I don't really know if you want an, an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Philadelphia, because you made a really friggin' <laughs> yeah, <yourself>. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's also another team that is just not – it ain't it. It ain't it this year, you know? Not looking good. And uh, I guess before we close it out here, we'll do – um, another live, live update. The Toronto Maple Leafs are currently, def- are currently beating the Mar- Montreal Canadiens two to one with 15 minutes to go nice. in the game. Um, and then when it comes to baseball, another game we were monitoring. The Yankees and Orioles are tied at two, heading into the bottom of the ninth. So, um, I know you will be hearing this the next day. So. Uh, this will not mean anything to you. You already know the outcomes of these <laughs> games, but we should, should do. We should make a guesses, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who, what do you think's gonna happen? Do you think the Leafs are gonna? Do you think the Leafs are gonna pull it out? Leafs are gonna pull it out. All right. All right. And do you think? Who do you think takes this game between the Yankees and the Orioles? I guess. I guess you need to know who's hitting. The Yankees are at home, so they got bottom. They're they got bottom. They're at bottom of the ninth. Uh Yankees are gonna win. And here, the, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the next three guys too. Who are the next three guys in the order? Let's we'll see. Torres, A. Hicks and okay. Yeah, Torres, Hicks, and Stanton. So Ooh. yeah. Hey, imagine. Okay. Um. So I think that who's. Wait, <laughs> dude, I'm going into some intense looking like stats right now, bro. <laughs> this is enough. You don't need to put a lot of thinking into this. What's your gut telling you? Do you think the Orioles are going to hold them off and beat them in extras or what? No, uh, Yankees are winning, but I want to say the 11th inning. They're winning in the 11th inning. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I still think the Yankees are going to win. I think they can pull it out in the bottom of the ninth here. Bottom of the ninth. 
bottom of the ninth. I, I and, am, uh, like, most man could pull off something big right now. Yeah, like, bro, like, he is so, like, you're either getting a, you're either getting a home run or you're getting a strikeout from him. I feel like there's no in between there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, with that being said, those are our predictions. You guys can make fun of us when oh. our predictions suck the very next day. So, okay, um, so I'm looking at their sorry, I'm looking I'm looking at their batting order. If if they go the next inning, they might actually end it. Like the, will they, they they got Frazier, uh, and then well, uh, Gary Sanchez, and then uh, Jay Bruce. I forget his name. What is the actual? But like so, Jay Bruce. Yeah, no, his name is Jay Bruce. Is it actually? Like his name is like J A Y, like Jay oh. Bruce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think they could pull it off either next inning or, but for sure, you have to see what Baltimore does. Yep, we'll have to see. So. Uh, you can make fun of us when our predictions are wrong. <laughs> I'm sure the Canadians and the Orioles will win. But, <laughs> um, yeah, we're saying Yankees, Maple Leafs. Anyways, uh, thank you for listening to episode number 19 of Dangles and Dangers. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all the social media. And we will see you next week.